I'm I'm rolling here. It is hot. It's really hot. Like unseasonably warm right now. It's a uh, Canada is a uh, is heating up. Let's say. Yeah, yeah. We're all gonna melt in our big melting pot. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Okie dokie. I'm Corey. And I'm Woody. This is the ISOCast. Been a while. It has been. Everything okay? Lots has, uh, lots has changed, I think, since the last time we did a show. We have some catching up to do. I, I gotta say, I, um... You and all of my my fellow compadres in Ontario, you're going through what we we did early, right? We we shut her down back in January. You guys are now having to shut her down, and you're still in it. I'm so sorry. That's you, tough. You've been through this. You have. You're the veteran. You uh, maybe mm-hmm. on the other side, but yeah, we're we're late to the game as usual. <laughs> I went late out and I bought game. some uh, cushions for my deck, and oh. I, I sent the picture to my mom because I bought them with a gift card she gave us. Like. Two years ago. And she's like, where did you go shopping? I'm like, oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I forgot. That sucks. That sucks. Yeah, you're inside a, a store, four walls, in which you don't, you don't live in. What, what's that like? So, okay. Do you want to start with the jabs? Yeah. I, I uh, so, okay, you first. You, you went first. You got it first. Okay. I, I got mine first. So, here's, <laughs> so, Ontario's doing... <laughs> Because clearly I'm not like of the demographic that at the time was like really rolling in, in, in the vaccine. Now I think it's open to everybody, but um, there, Toronto's doing these hot spots, uh, mobile mm. clinics, and I was able to get into one and, and get my Pfizer jab. So, okay, not to be creepy, the mm-hmm. neighborhood that you are in is, I'm guessing, inundated with, with cases. Is that that? What defines you as a hotspot? So, you know, it's a good question. I don't know what a hotspot is. And there seem mm. to be, like, I mean, there seem to be neighborhoods that are defined as hotspots that shouldn't be, and then vice versa as well. But I I don't know what the numbers are. Um, maybe I did something, you tell me if this was, you think this was unethical or not, because the mm. neighborhood that I live in is not. However, uh, my driver's license says that I live in a neighborhood uh. that I don't live in. <laughs> Right. So oh. I was able to go to another neighborhood to a mobile clinic and uh, get my jab. I'm not going to judge the ethics of that, honestly. Um, however, you know, because I, I know people directly who just went to the States and got their first dose. They right. just did that, you know, because they're like, whatever, I can't wait. Or I'm already going for work. And they just pop into the CVS and they get the shot and they, they go on home. So. Mm-hmm. You know, who am I to judge? Um, I don't know. I mean, in the end, everybody gets it. Everybody, I hope so. That's the plan. And I, I wasn't jumping the line in terms of age or anything else. And it was, you know, we think we talk, I think it's been a while since we did a show. We talk about the Vax Hunters on Twitter and, right. and I felt better about it because the place where I got it, by the end of the day, they were basically saying it's open to literally anyone go mm-hmm. there. If, if you can get there in the next two hours, go because they have these leftover ones that they're not going to use. So get there and, and, and get it done. So it doesn't sound like you were taking uh, an opportunity away from someone who needed it more to get their shot. Right. So 
there, there's my ethical judgment of it is uh, you're fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, congratulations. Did you, Thank you. Uh, I know that you weren't vaccine shopping, but it, I understand you got the, you got Pfizer, right? It was Pfizer. Yeah. Most people in Ontario, maybe in Quebec, it's the same. We're getting Pfizer now. That's the one that's just coming in a lot. And uh, yeah, no, totally cool. 15 minute wait period, I guess. Uh, all good. The next day, like a bit of a sore arm in the muscle, but really no ill effects whatsoever. So feeling good. Yeah. That was about two and a half weeks ago. So I guess I'm technically fully, fully inoculated from the first one. And then okay. tentatively, I'm going back in August to get the second one. What do you mean tentatively? What does that mean? Like they, well, you don't have an appointment? I don't have an appointment. They're going to text me. Oh, that yeah. doesn't sound They said, we'll text you in August and then you can come back. So, okay. Well, we, we who? Who we? We who? <laughs> Who's we? Uh, the, the, the lady that I registered with, said oh, yeah, that the, the, um, I guess the, the health ministry of Ontario is going to text me. I gave my phone number oh. and they said, would it's you, it's gotta be Ontario health. It's yeah. gotta be prefer contact by email or by text. And I said, I don't know, just text me, I guess that's fine. Both. I would say both, but they're doing, Ontario <laughs> is doing, unless they change it, they're doing tw- 12 weeks, <laughs> yeah, both 12, 12 week intervals. So, okay. Well, I mean, hey, one's better than none. So congrats. Uh, and it's, I understand now your premier uh, has his own kind of um, <laughs> like mm-hmm. agenda, this, uh, this path to, to reopening that, that Ontario follows now. Is that right? Maybe. I'll be honest. I haven't Maybe. really been following. It's just, uh, you know, I've kind of, <laughs> I've seen... I've, I've stopped following him and the governor. There's this couple of doctors on Twitter that I like, and I, I, I follow mm-hmm. them and they seem to do a good job of, of watering down and abridging all the information into, you know, we've talked about layman terms, which is 99% of the population are not, you know, don't really know how to interpret all these things myself included. So it's good for me to, to go follow these guys and, and these ladies and, and kind of, okay, what do I need to know? What don't I need to know? This is good. Okay, fine. Let's move on. So there's a new thing. There's some charts. There's some things. Their opinion is that this is the first time the Ontario government is actually following science in this whole thing. Mm. So I Mm. will believe them in their interpretation of it. But I certainly don't know the ins and outs of of the proposal. No. Okay. Um, Fair enough. I I also have been uh, vaccinated. I I was uh, fortunate enough in Quebec. They super opened it up. You know, they had this kind of staggered uh, age groups and I don't think it was regional as much as it was based on age, right? So when it was like, hey, 40 and up, go ahead and book your appointments. We're like, all right, why not? Um, We were vaccine shopping a bit. We're like, I don't think we really want an antiviral, right? My partner, she's in a risk group and I I don't care how low the risk is. Risk is risk. It's like, if we can choose, we'll choose. Thank you very much, right? And we're also- It's it's low, but it's not- not none. that low when everyone needs to get it yep so like whatever one in pick a number well someone's going to be the one <laughs> yeah right like i mean look you can make all the struck by lightning analogies you want but uh so stay inside if there's a lightning storm that's what i say but in this case we we're also not exposed or exposing a lot of people right so we're Kind of in that low risk category anyway. You have an option. So we're like, I think we can afford. And we we knew the pharmacy that we happened to like that was, uh, you know, maybe 10 minutes from here that they were, they were handing out Moderna. We're like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. So in, 
I don't know what it's like in Ontario, but in, in Quebec, they have a ridiculously good system for getting signed up, <laughs> getting vaccinated. Really good. Um, they've got click santé. I was going to ask you about that because, uh, no. We didn't have to go through vax hunters. We didn't have to go figure it out, right? It's just like you go to click santé, you put in your postal code, and it shows you a comprehensive list of all of the different pharmacies and vaccination centers within a radius of your place that are offering the vaccine. And to book it, you go in, you put in your health card number, your name, and you pick a time. And that's it. It sends you a text message instantly that you are confirmed for this the day before. It sends you a text message the day of. It sends you a text message. When you get there, you show them your text message. They sit you down wow. in two minutes. They give you the dose. They ask you to wait 15 minutes and they give you a receipt. And they tell you the exact time and date of your second dose. <laughs> Have a nice day. Bonjour. Hi. That's amazing. Amazing. It's, I mean, there's a few things Quebec does well. Poutine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Formula One. You can buy your alcohol in the 7-Eleven. Vaccines. Vaccines. <laughs> we got it. You know. So you got the Moderna. Yep, I did. Okay. Yeah, we, we knew we wanted an mRNA. We were like, oh, I want that. You um, didn't have to make any uh, Viagra jokes while you were there. We did not. We All did right. not. And it was great. I mean, the, the, the lineup was the none, right? So it was a little waiting area and we got a shot. And then we shopped the pharmacy and we went home. Um, I immediately went to the gym thereafter. Did some lifting, did some running, and, uh, you know, felt ah, a little tender in my arm. But for the next three days, I mean, bad arm, like, ooh, sore, sore, sore. Um, right. Like, I mean, really, really muscular sore, which was, I guess, good. I don't know. I, you know, what do I do? I mean, my partner who's in the medical field says that this, that's how it works. It's in, it gets injected into the muscle. So that's, make, I mean, it makes sense. So. You know, most people get it in the arm that if you're right-handed, get it in your left arm, for example. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, I didn't. I had a slight headache the next day, nothing much. My arm was sore though; like I couldn't sleep on it. I'd sleep on my other side, which I didn't think about before. But mm -hmm. really, like, no, no effect. Did you feel tired? Did you feel lethargic? Headache? Anything like yeah, that? The next, the next day, um, you know, I went for I go for a walk almost every day, about an hour walk up through the hills and stuff. And uh, that day, I felt like not a hundred percent. You know, there's something I'm like, I feel like like an 80, you know, when you're, <laughs> you're sick, but you're not sick, sick. There's right. like, something's not hundred percent here. Today. I felt similarly. I, I was like, I kind of feel like aloof a bit. Like, mm -hmm. no, I can't put my hand, like finger on it. Like, I don't feel sick. I don't feel we, like, I just feel like I'm not quite all there. I don't know. It was really strange. It's hard to describe. Yeah. So I just got a six pack of beer and sat outside. It felt way better. The, the same thing. <laughs> I hear the second dose is, you know, we're going to get sick. We're going to, we're going to really feel that one. Fair enough. But, you know, I'll take it I'll, I'll take over it. death. <laughs> I'll take so it over death. That's interesting. Cause I like getting signed up here is like wild west, basically in Ontario. It's like every man, woman, person for themselves and getting the, like, it's available. Like the websites are there. You can call this number or do this, but like you never get through the website crashes. The things are full by the time you get, you know, on the website to like, let's sign up. All the spots are full. So once you get the appointment, it's, it's like clinical. Like I showed up, there was a line, go here, do this, sit here, don't do this, show this, do this. Here's your job, 15 minutes. And you're at like within a half an hour, I was in and out, including the 15 minutes, like waiting time afterwards. So yep. very, very like efficient, but finding the appointment was it's like a job. Like my and mom was texting me. People were texting me like, oh, here's this, here's that. And I'm like, I can't handle this. Like I'm working, like I'm doing other things. Like it was very stressful trying to find an appointment. 
And that makes it hard for the marginalized communities, right? right? Those like, for example, who don't speak English well, or those who don't have access to a computer as readily, all the, all the reasons. Like, I gotta say, you know, even in the US, um, it's just, it's hilarious how easy it is. My, I, well, I won't say directly who, but someone I know very well <laughs> was there for work <laughs> briefly and uh, walked into CVS and said, uh, hey, can I get a shot? And they're like, yep, yeah, go over here. Yep. Took a shot. Here's your here's your CDC vaccination card. Have a nice day. That's I've heard it. similar stories and I've heard from from people I know and friends who live south of the US border and you know the southern states have as they usually do have uh have come up with some good ideas and there's something called vaccine tourism happening. Wow. <laughs> and cuz they have excess, right? Like yeah, I think yeah. the US is at a point where the people who want it have got it and the people who don't want it aren't aren't taking it. They're not going to so, get it, yeah. So they've got all these vaccines and people are coming in for the weekend, hotel, go out, get something to eat, to, you know, travel around a bit and and get a shot and then go home. So I've heard that that's uh that's that's a, that's happening as well. That's and crazy. It, it I think it's, I mean, whatever, but when you're sitting here in Ontario and it's, you're, everyone's trying to sign up and get an appointment and then you hear like, well, you just go down there and get one and have a little weekend out of it. Like, oh my God. Yeah. And they're inviting Canadians to do it. Right. So like th- there is the temptation to go, well, why don't I just drive down to Vermont and find a Moderna and get my second dose in a couple of weeks? That's like, the easy part. If you want to come back, is it, Canada's making it difficult. That's the hard part, coming back. Ish. Ish. Yeah. The land border makes it a little easy. But here's the fun thing, though, is if I look now, I'm going to open my text messages here. And I got Click Santé. Yes. Yeah, so at, uh, let's see, I got my first dose. And then on September 2nd at 1010, here's the address of my confirmation number. Oh. Yep. For my second dose. <laughs> Ontario is doing that. I just wasn't the one. I guess the place I went to wasn't. But ah. I like my brother got one about a week after I did. He's got a date and time. My parents have a date and time coming up in June. Other people okay. do. I just don't. I, it's funny because I hear that m- sort of mixed messaging in some people are like, I don't know when my second dose is. Some people do. But, you know, let's, again, I love to step back for a moment and go, it ain't even June. And we got a shot in the arm. That's that's great. It's, a, <laughs> it's like, let's look at it. Like, now this is the next problem, which is still something to be worked out, but like, it's a problem that okay, we've got people with the first one. Now we're trying to work on the second one. Like that is a, a what great a good scenario, problem, right? Yeah, I mean, we are in the best case scenario right now. We're kicking the U.S.'s butt uh, <laughs> for whatever that's worth. Largely, I'm <laughs> guessing because people are just kind of done with it. That, yeah. Actually, I, that's not a guess. I've I've heard a lot of people directly reporting to me that they're you know we're done with it. <laughs> We've had, we've had enough. I, I I still can't quite get that, but that's you know folks who have not received even the vaccine, they're like, look, we're, we're we're this this is stupid. We're done with this thing. That's and that's the way that they're going to handle it. That's <laughs> that's enough. Well, to each their own, I suppose. Right. Uh, I'm happy to get mine. So it's a uh, hasn't changed how I'm going about my life because I'm still at home and whatever. But it it is. I don't know about you, but it's, it is a nice peace of mind. Yeah. I mean, well, there is no lifestyle change at this moment, uh, other than to say I'm interested in how less transmissible it is now because mm-hmm. we're vaccinated. I think that's almost as if not more important than, you know, covering our own potential risk. So, you know, we're not whipping on the masks and, and having an orgy here. That's not happening anytime <laughs> soon. But 
we are, you know, going to go through a pretty aggressive reopening plan here. So as of, I think the 28th, we are now going to be opening up outdoor dining. Oh, okay. And bars, like uh, going out and eat, sitting on a terrace, a patio for mm-hmm. all you in Toronto and, uh, and enjoying your cocktails and stuff outside. Uh, I understand that you can have outdoor uh, gatherings now. You can have two households, maximum eight people in your yard right, okay. for a couple of weeks. And then uh, it, goes, it, it goes through phases all the way to about mid-July, I'm going to say. Um, please don't, don't at me about this. But it's, I think about mid-July, it's like, uh, okay, here we go. We're good. We're, uh, yeah, I don't know what the go back dates to, are going to be like, to but like... Uh, We've done this show for like just over a year, and this is the most optimistic, the, the biggest light in this proverbial tunnel that we've had. Because, like yeah. in Ontario, they're saying 65% of adults have their first shot. That's a lot. I mean, they have that's huge, they haven't been vaccinating anyone under 18 at all until like a few days ago, literally. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they were saying, you know, 45% of people in Ontario have their first shot, but that includes. Every all of the the minors that they haven't been open to, so eligible people are about sixty five percent. So yesterday they did two hundred thousand doses in Ontario in one day. That's so insane. I mean, if I don't know what the end goal is, but if the end goal is to have everyone have one shot, July first seems like a very reasonable target, or sometime oh, sure. in the in the next very near future. Well, I think you know we're going to see our our neighbors in the states. My estimation, just whip it all off July 4th. I think right. that's ultimately what they're going to end up doing is saying that's enough. Uh, happy America Day. Here, I think we're going to be on target for kind of the same sort of thing, but we'll likely be much more cautious right. than, than they will there. Um, I am excited for the simplest of things, though, right now. You know, like we... <laughs> We did what you guys are going through you know, a couple months ago. So the we've had our kind of retail has been open, outdoor sports never got canceled, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, but I cannot wait to go and sit down and order a cold drink on a hot patio. I can't fucking wait. I know. <laughs> That's going to feel so good when that beer hits my lips, man. And on the other side of the table is a person that I don't live with. <laughs> that's going to be crazy. I don't even know what to say to you. Like, who are you? What do you, what do you want? I, you know, I was joking the other day. I think there's going to be some relearning, some re muscle memorying of like, just talking to people that, that like strangers that you normally would every day, like at the bus stop, at the subway stop, at a restaurant, at a bar, just small talk that we have not, I haven't done in a year. So I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah. The first interaction that that happens. We're going to have to be skittish, right? There's no way we're all going to be all of a sudden extroverted and feel comfortable. No. With, you know, or even, even through phases. So you're excited about going to a patio and having a beer, and I am as well. I think that would be awesome. And I, I kind of am on board with the, the slow reopening because this is this is it, right? Like this is, there's no more lockdown. Like once we reopen, like with the way the vaccine's going, like this has to be the last the last one. People aren't going to stand for, let's, we're going back into lockdown again. Like this is the last one. So. If you need an extra two weeks, take it. I think that's kind of where I'm at. Right. Just to make sure that the vaccines get to whatever number that people are comfortable with. But I was half joking, but I think I'm half serious with Maya the other day about 
you know, there's going to be some traumatic effects of like, even when we know it's safe to go and hang out with people. And this is just for me. I'm still not 100% sure that I'm going to want to immediately. Mm-hmm. It's going to mm-hmm. take some time. And it, I, you do it once and then you remember that it's fun and you remember that it's great and you're going to want to do it again. But the first time, I think, will take a couple of times for me to get up to it. We, like, I don't know if you see, like, sometimes you see some things on television and it's a bunch of people all together without masks on. And I still kind of freak out. I'm like, yep. whoa, 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 whoa. What are you guys doing? <laughs> I want to kind of run in there and break it all up, right? And I can only imagine, like, even when it's like, it's okay now to do that. It's not going to feel normal. There's, right. there's just no way. I, I, we're going to have, I think, in June, our first guests over to our patio. Like, we have an mm. outdoor, we have a nice back, you know, patio thing. So it's open air, nice and safe. Everyone's going to have their first dose in them province is saying good to go you guys can get together outdoors so we're gonna do that right and part of it is i think like anybody we are likely going to have to go through this very rigorous deep cleaning of our caves because as as neat as we might keep it i don't know about you like we we haven't been keeping up like you would when guests are always coming around and stuff what are guests (laughs) but also like it's just it's as I visualize it, sitting alone on my patio, looking at empty chairs, imagining other humans there, unmasked, uh, talking at me. Like, I almost kind of need to get like some stuffed animals and a therapist mm-hmm. and practice these, these dialogues again, like uh, to reintegrate mm-hmm. into society. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, because it's just... I don't know. Like, I want to. Like, I know that I want to, but it's just a weird... I have the same reaction that you have. On TV, you see people... I went into a... There's like this little restaurant thing near us, but it's like... It's not a restaurant. So, it's like a kiosk. You go in, there's machines and they have like five restaurants that you can order from in the back and they they kind of put your food in a bag and they have the automated machines. And I went in there once and I had my... I was out for a walk doing some whatever. Had my headphones on, you know, ACDC's going completely in my own world. <laughs> Yeah. Went in there, ordered my food, and after like five minutes of being in there, realized like I didn't have a mask on. I didn't. I forgot. Ooh. I totally Ooh. forgot. And I felt like I had this. I like I ran outside. That's horrifying. <laughs> like That's a bad dream. Out. That's a nightmare. And I felt terrible. And I was like, oh my god. And there was other people and like two other people in there. They had masks on. They were just like whatever. And they didn't seem to care. But I completely spaced and was just like listening to my music and thinking about what i had to do the next day like whatever you know normal thoughts and i was in there like oh my god and then it was just like a really really strange feeling i think the same feeling is going to happen when you invite people over or you get invited places if you do the inviting i think maybe you're there but maybe when you get invited i it's gonna be like a similar reaction it's like i know i want to but i don't know that i want to right Well, I know they've made a couple plans, right? Without over planning, because you can't plan too much. One of them, I think, is a very reasonable plan. One of them was pretty stupid and impulsive. So one plan that I made was waiting until my parents have had their second dose. They have their appointment booked. And I'm like, okay, two weeks thereafter, I'm going to visit. Good. I'm, I'm getting in the car. I'm going over there to visit. I'll have had my first dose. They will have two. I... The science leads me to believe that it would be reasonable to go and visit with my parents at that time. So that's plan number one. And that, one. That, I think that's a pretty good plan. 
plan number two is uh, I brought I bought four tickets to Hamilton in, in New York <laughs> on, Broadway. <laughs> on Broadway. So okay, because uh, you know uh, Broadway's open again. So I don't know. Late September, uh, I got four. I got four seats. So I don't. I don't know what I did. I don't know why. I I, I do know why, but I don't know well, how it's going to pan out. That's great. I mean. <laughs> I see what you mean about one is like more than like, but that's the thing. Like it should be normal to like fly to New York and see a show. Like that should be a normal, that's a weekend, like a great weekend. That's a nice thing. It is a great weekend. Yeah. So I don't know if that's going to happen, but, uh, well, I I can tell you the show is going to happen. New York's going to be, we're going to roll. It's, it's all, all of, I think this is both positive and like in the middle of like, I think we're really close to the point where it's coming down to, each individual's comfort with a certain situation and not necessarily like an overarching government policy regarding something. So once you have your first shot, it comes down to like, are you comfortable doing this activity or no? And I think people can make decisions for themselves. So if you're comfortable going to New York, I think you should. But if to pay $2,000 to come back home, then maybe not, right? Well, I can say that, you know, <laughs> by then we'll have had our second dose right? okay. by, by a long shot. So that's number one. So we're, I think we are, we would have been vaccinated fully for three weeks at that stage. Um, the government of Canada has always said by September, anyone who wants to be fully vaccinated will be. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that promise is held true. So I don't know what could possibly impede the reopening fully of the border at that stage. When right. the majority of Canadians are fully vaccinated, the majority of Americans who are going to get it are going to get it. We, we can't keep our border closed indefinitely with, with the U.S. So I, I, I agree. I think there's a comfort <laughs> level. But, you know, there's also the point where just like maybe that sensation of having walked into the store and realizing that you're not wearing your mask after purchasing the tickets and then thinking through what that's like to go to an airport, to get on a plane, to land in not Wichita, like New York, like (laughs) it's busy, it's crowded. And then going to like Times Square and Broadway and seeing a show. It's like, that's a lot. Uh, And you know, America, they're going to America. It's not going to be like, we're going to be like ultra safe and we have all these measures and stuff. That's not going to be the case. It's just going to be jamming all the sardines into the theater. So I'm a little bit, uh, I don't know what to feel. Fortunately, it's like three and a half months away. So I got lots of time to think about it. If it were me, I think if I'd have my second jab, I'd be, I'd be fine with it. I think that's, you know, you, I feel confident that they work. I feel confident that you've seen the the numbers, even in Ontario, which were like over 3000 a day, even like two or three weeks ago. Now today it was like 1500. So you don't know what exactly that means, but I mean, they work. So for me, if I, once I get my second one, I think I'm pretty comfortable. I, I hope I'll be comfortable kind of moving about. You know, I'm weirdly optimistic too about the economic outlook from okay. this. Because it, you would think with all of the, you know, spending worldwide that this would must lead to some sort of hyperinflation. You would think that there would be some sort of economic collapse just looming over us. But I guess with any fiat currency, right, aren't we also just going, if we all agree <laughs> that, <laughs> you know, it's not really, it doesn't matter, then does it matter? If we all agree, it doesn't matter? I think so. I think I, this is not, 
I'm certainly not an economist. I don't know much about this, but I've heard a lot of people say this, like recessions and downturns happen when we don't really know why. We know why. Yeah. <laughs> it's right in our face. It's been on our face for 14 months. We know exactly why. So if people are selling or whatever because of like we know why they're selling. So I think it's it's easily I don't say easily, but I think it's it should be easily kind of reversible and you know, I, I think I'm I'm on board with you. I don't think that there's a lot of pessimism about the economy. I think things will come back slowly, but I think they will. I, I don't think we're going to see this giant global recession, uh, no. honestly. I've, I feel like, again, it's a collective agreement that we all just, again, I have no idea how economics works. But my my feeling is, for whatever this is worth, is that uh, as long as everyone plays by the same rule here, uh, we're we're good. We're good. Businesses it's are going like to start open the, again. Uh, People go back to work, and and we're going to go back to that shitty, shitty existence that we had on Earth. What's the the freshman twenty? Is that what it is? Like the freshman, your, your grades drop by twenty, and you gain twenty pounds in the first year of college. Is that is that the freshman twenty? I, think it's the, I didn't the, go the, to college. I don't know the, the COVID thing. <laughs> the COVID twenty. Like oh. I feel like we're all agreeing on a lot of things, and you know, gyms haven't been open for a year, and a lot of us are lacking exercise, myself included. So I think. We're all agreeing on, okay, we're just going to come out of this. We're all looking how we look and we're going to, just going to move forward. And we all agree on that. And it's, I think this is just another one. Yeah. For, for most of us here in Canada, we're, we're fortunate enough as well to kind of, you know, grin, bear it and, and move along. But I, you know, I certainly feel for a lot of other folks that just, this is not the outcome for them, right? The economic fallout is super, super real. The, mm. the business that they used to go to, to work is gone or the, the restaurant they used to, you know, all these things just they're not there anymore so i think that that i don't know we we have a pretty narrow view right obviously <laughs> no kidding <laughs> but uh I, I mean on a macroeconomic scale it just it feels like aside from maybe an overheated real estate market in canada right now um this there really isn't going to be any consequence to to this ridiculous amount of spending i hope that's right i hope that's right because you know the, i mean i don't know I don't know, but I hope that's right. I don't have any grandchildren who are supposedly going to pay for it, so <laughs> what am I, well, who cares? Uh, this has nothing to do, I know we're almost out of time, nothing to do with that, but I wanted to get this in here because I know you're a big uh, Kids in the Hall fan. <gasps> I am a big Kids in the Hall fan. <laughs> <laughs> and for the American listeners, this is a, a little bit off the board, but um, it's a bit before my time, so maybe you can uh, describe what Kids in the Hall was slash is because they're rebooting it. But the big news is they're filming an episode at my parents' house. This is insane. This is insane. <laughs> so the Kids in the Hall was a late 80s, 90s comedy troupe from Toronto. Uh, so a la SCTV, um, except it was kind of, you know, it was super 90s. These guys were really, really edgy. And they were on CBC and they were great. I think they got picked up eventually in the States by like CBS or something when Lauren Michaels, also Canadian, mm. was just like, hey, you guys are really funny. And uh, they started airing in the States. So I was a huge fan because, again, it the moment that I saw somebody on television, Hitler, uh, rear-ending a donkey, I'm like, this is, this is my kind of show. What is this? <laughs> And I got, I got hooked. So how, how in the world, I, first of all, I didn't know they were rebooting, which is great. I didn't either. Um, but why are they doing it at your, at your, so mom and dad's? I, I, 
the neighborhood that they live in uh, has been they film. You know, it's 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 not uncommon to have movie sets there and TV sets there. Never at my parents' house though. It's always other houses. Um, I don't know. I didn't have the whole story, but I guess uh, what do they call them? Uh, location scouts or something? Where yep. we're cruising around and uh, they want they're doing a garage sale scene. Oh God! In the driveway. Oh God. <laughs> And they wanted X amount of money, or sorry, they were going to pay X amount of money to to use the, the yeah. and you think, normal person, right? Kids in the hall, producer comes along, we want to film this at your house, this is how much we offer. Great. Awesome. Absolutely. No. What? What do you mean no? Mom negotiates. <laughs> oh, God. Mom says, oh, that's cool. Uh, how about this much? Which is higher. <laughs> Uh, really yeah she talked him up she talked him up and they said yes so there's i was like what are you doing <sighs> mom's amazing that is so ballsy that's so cool um so they're doing it uh end of may it looks like a, a three-day shoot but only one day they're shooting one day's prep and second day is like post-production or whatever um i have here so uh i don't know what this means maybe you can interpret it for me Scott Thomas's character, mm-hmm. quote, lives here. Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing a garage sale scene in the driveway, and they'll be here for two days. Oh, no. Uh, he's going to come into the house to practice his line, so there you go. Oh, God. Is, is he going to be the only one, the one, the only member there then? Uh, is it just his Probably scene? not, but I don't know. I don't have any other information oh, for you. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, like, you know, Glenn... Right from Superstore. Was so this is, all. yes, I'm very familiar with the Glenn Sturgeon <laughs> character. Uh, he's from Ottawa, the actor. I don't, I forget his actual name, but I know the the, the actor is, is from Ottawa. Yeah, Mark McKinney. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm just, a, I, I'm a huge fan. A lot of that stuff, I don't think, it, it doesn't translate now, right? You, you watch some of the Kids in the Hall stuff and it's it's goofy and it's pretty funny, but... It was very 90s. Like, you know, it's no different than if you watched, well, anything from the 90s. It's like, it doesn't necessarily. (laughs) It's its own time tomb. Yeah. However, um, man, they really pushed the CBC. I think that's that's one thing that they always did is that their show was really on an edge that was like, boy, I don't know if we can put this on. I'm sure the censors had a lot of work to do when they made their show. No kidding. God. Yeah. Well, that's, that's super cool. So do you have any intention of trying to get any kind of, uh, autograph? You know, I think I might wander over. I think we might go over on the day Mm -hmm. and just Mm -hmm. kind of be walking by type of thing and say, Oh, maybe sign my hat. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, maybe I can get you something. Would you like something? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, okay, we'll talk off the air. Okay. I, would, I would love to get well, a, little, a little something signed. Would a little be something nice. signed. Yeah, I'm not an <laughs> autograph guy, but I mean, those guys are so cool. I just, I love it. And, you know, if Cancer Boy could sign without his marrow hurting, that would be great. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. All right. I'm Corey. And I'm Glenn Sturgeon. <laughs> and this was the ISOCast. Cast.